That's right, Yahoo. Yahoo. Good morning. Welcome to Mornings with Ken. I'm so glad you stopped by this Monday morning. We are going to celebrate, or should I say, I'm going to celebrate. Yeah, maybe I'm just going to celebrate. I just have uh, Monday off. I had scheduled uh, this day off a while back. So, mornings with Ken on my day off. And uh, I'm in a good mood, kind of celebrating my day off. And uh, hopefully get a lot of work done around the house. I'm sorry if you have to go to work today. Or you get to go to work, as my friend Herman Bowen would say. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, I'm kind of excited. Upbeat because I had the day off and it's a snowy, crappy day out there. You know, we had that snow over the weekend. And uh, it's, uh, I think it's supposed to snow more today. But, uh, you know, I get to stay home, so that's all that matters. Well, okay, enough teasing you about me having the day off. Um, So anyway, welcome to Mornings with Ken. Go get your coffee and your virtual donut. Pull up a chair and uh, let's get our day started together. How was your weekend? You guys have a good weekend out there? I hope so. My wife and I, Dixie and I, we, we, uh, Dixie's a little under the weather. And I've had this sore throat and earache this past weekend. You ever been, your throat so dry that no matter what you drink, it doesn't clear, it doesn't soothe your throat? Like I've drunk, drunk water, lemonade, tea, more water. Grape juice, not grape juice. Yeah, grape juice. Yes, grape juice. Cranberry juice, more water. <laughs> and I just can't get rid of the, the dryness. It's very irritating. If anybody has any secrets to how to soothe a dry throat, uh, let me know because it was a struggle this year or this year this weekend but hey we're here we're ready to get today started we're going to talk about anxiety anxiety today um but uh hey i'll make it interesting so don't tune me out already but uh let's go ahead and take our first break and we'll be right back today's weather a high of 32 degrees with a low of 21 degrees. Give me a second, I, I 
need to get my story straight. My friends are in the bathroom getting higher than the Empire State. My lover, she's waiting for me just across the bar. My seat's been taken by some sunglasses, asking about a scar. And I know I gave it to you months ago. I know you're trying to forget. But between the drinks and subtle things, the holes in my apologies, you know, I'm trying hard to take it back. So if by the time the bar closes and you feel like falling down, I'll carry you home tonight. We are young. So let's set the world on fire. We can go brighter than the sun. Tonight. Welcome back. Yeah, this weekend, I experienced some anxiety. Now, if you've listened to the show um, for any length of time, you know that, um, well, there's, you know, I I go through some things once in a while, and one of those is anxiety. And this weekend, I experienced some anxiety. As I told you in the opening of the show, I had scheduled this Monday off far in advance because I just needed a day off to do some things that I wanted to get done, which included the weekend. I wanted to get done um, a lot of chores around the house. But yesterday, I found myself very anxious. And when you're anxious, there doesn't have to be one reason or a lot of reasons. It could be either or. And, uh, well, let me just read a, let me just read some description of anxiety, irritability, lack of concentration, restlessness, mind racing. So that's just a little, um, a few words to describe anxiety if you've never experienced anxiety before. You ever get that like you're going to crawl out of your skin, like you feel trapped inside your skin? You're just anxious. Well, that's how I kind of was this weekend. And I I think part of the reason why is I had so many chores to do. And I couldn't get them all done. Or I was getting distracted from getting any of them done by trying to do all of them at the same time. Now, you may laugh and say, well, Ken, why would you do that? Why not just do one task, stay on task, and then go to the other task? Hey, it sounds good on paper. (laughs) But, you know, really it was um, 
part of it is being interrupted. You know, um, as many of you know, we here, um, Dixie, I, and Daniel, um, live with, our parents live here, and uh, they're elderly. My dad has uh, some, uh, he has dementia. And it was a little difficult from being interrupted, from being asked to do other things, or being worried about my dad um, because of his dementia, um, just dealing with that alone is, I won't go into the specifics, but just dealing with that. So I found myself getting distracted because I, I, the distractions would cause me to leave my project and go to another room of the house. And then I would see something that I wanted to work on in that room. And I would forget to go back to my other project. And then I'd get distracted again and go to a third project. So it got to the point where I didn't want to do anything. There's a couple times this weekend I just sat and and I couldn't get do anything. I wasn't watching television. I just sat because I was overwhelmed. And, uh, you know, th- that can happen so easily, um, at least to me it can because for example um Dixie had bought me this workbench for Christmas and it requires some assembly and so I started working on that but then also this weekend we bought one of those um ring devices like you know uh doorbell uh monitoring system that goes on your um, wall outside by the door. And um, I was kind of excited to get that up. I think that was pretty cool. It's like, you know, you could see who's approaching your steps and gives you a warning and you could see the person and record the video, I think. So I started on the workbench but I got a little frustrated because <laughs> they give you so many parts and the instructions weren't very clear. So I was getting aggravated with that. So then I switched to hanging up the the ring device outside. But I got distracted away from that. Then I wanted to move a refrigerator that we have out in the garage downstairs to the basement um, just to make more room in the garage. So I had called my oldest brother, Rich, and asked if if he wasn't doing anything, if he'd stop buying, help me move the refrigerator from the garage to the basement. And uh, he said he would a little bit later. Um, So that was good. I was... But then he called back, I don't know, maybe an hour, and said he was on his way to help me move that. 
So again, I got, I was in the middle of something. Once he came, the other projects got set aside while we moved the refrigerator downstairs. So my day was just full of distraction after distraction. And this is besides the daily task of making sure my mom and dad ate, you know, making sure and, and checking up on them. And then um, Dixie was sick, not feeling well. Had to run out to a, run out to a hardware store, a grocery store. So it was just interruption after interruption, and I don't like that. Like once I start something, I like to finish it. Even if I have to skip a meal, I like to finish one task. I'll eat when I'm done with that task. But, oh, it was, I was very anxious. I was, oh, if you haven't had anxiety, um, it's, it's hard to describe. But um, anyway, that, that was my weekend dealing with an anxiety. So um, I had to remind myself what I should do when I feel anxiety. And that's what we're going to talk about right after this break. So hang in there. Yes, torn. I sure were. I sure was torn this weekend. Torn between a lot of things. Ah, so what do you do with anxiety? Um, I was fortunate enough to uh, learn some skills uh, past couple years. I've learned some um, skills on how to deal with anxiety. And I did put them into practice. You know, what I have is, physically, I have a, I'm going to call it a mental toolbox. Well, actually, a physical toolbox for such things as anxiety. What I mean by a physical toolbox, I have a little tote. It's a cute little... Um, fancy tote that uh, Dixie gave to me, uh, a 31 tote. If you you ladies out there know, all know about 31 um, purses and bags, but this is a tote. 
and uh, it's a little tote that sits by the couch, and it has uh, coloring books in it, has a deck of cards, Uno cards, it has a, a, a writing pad, a drawing pad, it has a, a rock in it, and uh, has a book in it, uh, ink pens, highlighters, and so what that toolbox does, it's actually something physical that I can grab, and if I feel anxious or um, you can use for anxiety, depression, whatever, just for fun, you know, whatever you want to use it for. But um, it's a physical toolbox I keep by the couch, so if I start feeling some anxiety coming on, I can probably reach for the coloring book. Yes, I have a Justice League coloring book, so I can color. I have a journal in there. I can journal. Really, what it is, it's not so much about the coloring or the the journaling. It's it's finding a way to relax when maybe your mind has a hundred million different things going through it, or you're you're physically you feel anxious. It's just a way to distract distract your mind, deal with your mind, and. Uh, bring your thoughts under control, and just relax. And so that's that's one of my physical ones, a physical uh, toolbox for the mind. But then there's also um, some mental activities that you can do that I, I've learned and they've come in quite handy over a period of time. Well, first of all, like one of the things you can do is, is question yourself in your mind. If you have like negative thoughts, negative thoughts are often very distorted. So like if, if you have, uh, for example, um, yesterday, if, if my negative thoughts were, I'm not going to get anything done, this day, the whole day is shot, I didn't get this done. I didn't get this done. It's all a waste of time. I never should have took Monday off either because I'm not going to get anything done Monday either. So you're already speaking a lot of negative uh, comments to yourself. When they're, it's very distorted because if I, if I would have said, yeah, I'm never going to get anything done today. Today was a waste. It's very distorted because I did get something done. Eventually, my brother, Rich, did come over, help me move the refrigerator downstairs in the basement. That was something I couldn't do myself. And I really couldn't do it during the week too much, um, depending on the availability of someone to help me. So actually, that was a big project completed may not seem like a big project to other people, but try moving a refrigerator from a garage to the basement all by yourself. Yeah, it'd be pretty hard to do. It was hard for me and my brother to do it together. But realistically, you know how long I've wanted to move that refrigerator? For a very long time. Um, it just makes it inconvenient in the garage when someone opens up their door on the passenger side they have a hard time exiting the car. 
So we, I moved it downstairs. So that was one thing that got accomplished. And had that been the only thing that got accomplished, at least it's something. So you can distort your problems and make them make your problems worse than what they really are. Something did get done. My mind was telling me nothing was going to get done, but something did get done. So you got to kind of watch your negative negative uh, thoughts. And two, when I kept getting distracted from one chore to the other chore, you know, that's when I did have to have a moment of breathing exercises. And I know when you think about breathing exercises, you're thinking of, you know, maybe yoga or like, or, 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 some silly breathing technique, but really it's just being in the moment. It's closing your eyes and it's just kind of relaxing. Just concentrate on you breathing in and out very softly and just kind of calm your soul down. Just kind of calm down, calm down, relax, and just sit there and do nothing but breathe. For me, I have to close my eyes. And then I just take some breaths and it helps to settle you down. It really does. Excuse me, where you can yawn like I just did. Oh man, it's early. So (laughs) breathing techniques. And you know what else I used that I learned about but I never put them in practice was aromatherapy. I found that actually relaxing and I actually used it this weekend. At one, at one point, I started feeling overwhelmed with everything I had to get done. So I went down the basement. I had my own little uh, spot down there. I wouldn't call it a man cave. I would call it a spot in the basement, and uh, I lit a candle, one of those scented candles, and I kind of just put my head down on my workbench and just let that candle burn. And it was the kind that like makes a crackling noise. Um, I don't know if call it a wicker candle, but so I was letting off this nice manly smell. Oh, I love the smell of it. I don't even know how to describe it. Like a uh, wood burning or, or I don't know, very manly smelling. And uh, I just kind of laid my head down in my, in my arms and uh, let that candle burn, smell it. Oh, you know what? Maybe three minutes or something like that. Not very long. Just to get myself out of the bad moment that I was in. Get my, help capture my mind again. And uh, it it was actually very helpful. I never did the candle thing before. So um, another thing that's helpful. Now, I did not do this yesterday because, folks, it was snowy out and it's too cold. But go for a walk or walk the dog. I did take the dog outside. That was another distraction. 
So the dog did get to go outside. Um, but uh, I wasn't about ready. I wasn't going to walk. Um, just too cold, too snowy. But that's something you could do um, when the weather warms up. Or if you want to throw a bunch of coat, hat, and gloves on, go for a walk. But um, it, it is helpful. I've done that um, in warmer weather, and it's, it's very, very helpful. One thing that usually works for me, too, is writing stuff down. Whether you want to journal, write poems, just write your thoughts down on paper, or maybe just get organized and write down your chores, one to five, whatever you want to get done. That is very helpful. And really, it doesn't even have to make sense. When I first started journaling, I would just write a word that popped into my head, like um, dog biscuit. Maybe maybe uh, clouds, rainy day, sunshine, flowers. Whatever come, pops into your mind, that's journaling. Journaling doesn't have to be... Sometimes I think when we think of journaling, we have to think about, oh, let me write down on this journal my deepest, my deepest innermost secrets or my deepest thoughts at the moment. It can be that if that helps you, but it could be as simple as as writing down my cat curled up on this blanket, relaxing in front of the fireplace. Whatever helps you, whatever helps you gather thoughts and calms you down. And uh, you know what else is very helpful? Knowing the things that, that triggers your anxiety. I know for me, one of the things that triggers my anxiety is stores. Like going into Walmart. It hasn't affected me recently, but there was a time I couldn't even really be in a store. Around so many people, and there's talking, there's noise, there's just looking at people caused me anxiety. The mirror, it's almost unexplainable, but just seeing all the people, it just caused me anxiety. And, um, so you got to know your trigger. So if you are having uh, a day full of anxiety, it's okay to say no to someone if they say, hey, do you want to go to Walmart with me? If you're having a really bad day, um, it's okay to say no. It's okay to say no. Driving too, you know, if... If driving triggers your anxiety, which I can see, for me, not really, um, unless someone is really cutting me off in traffic or whatever, but driving's not really an anxiety issue, but I know for some, it is. The fact of traffic, people, it, it's just they're full of anxiety when, when they're uh, admiss, you know, around that.
watch your caffeine. If you know your um, anxiety flares when you have too much caffeine, stay away from the caffeine. You know what I've discovered about myself? Is claustrophobia. I think I have a little of that. Like, if I'm in a... And not necessarily around people, but if I'm in a, in a small room, a very small room, and maybe there are people in there, yeah, I start getting a little anxious there. Get a little filled with anxiety. So, you know, watch some of your triggers. Um, and uh, use some tools to calm yourself down. Um, there are there are tools such as if you're in a room and say you just can't really leave that room, you can start counting objects in the room. Looking around the room and uh, see how many different things you can you can name. How many outlets do they have in the room? How many lights are in the room? I know it sounds silly, but those things really, really help. Or just simply counting in, in, in your head. Counting to ten. One. Two. You know, just, just simple counting can uh, calm you down. And then, of course, always um, be aware of what medications you're taking. See your doctor. Let, let your doctor know um, if you're having some reactions to some medication. Um, address that with your doctor, because I'm no doctor. This is just mornings with Ken. And Ken's no doctor, that's for sure. So, hey, let's uh, take another short break, and we'll be right back. I never paid attention to the words to that song before. That was, of course, Matchbox 20 with the song Unwell. But uh, the, the one line in her, he says, uh, I'm not crazy, I'm just a little unwell. And that's, that's a way to look at it because, um, you know, often in, in the area of anxiety or depression, there's a stigma 
especially in the church, about someone going through uh, mental difficulties or depression or anxiety, that in the church, sometimes there's some uh, stigma. Like, well, you know, hey, if you would pray more, if you'd be closer to God, you know, what's wrong? Are you not living right? Or uh, you don't have enough faith to get over your mental whatever issues or anxiety. And uh, that's so wrong. It's it's wrong uh, a million times wrong. And, um, you know... There shouldn't be any stigma. We all go through stuff. And, uh, you know, I've, I've gone through depression, anxiety, and, uh, yeah, someday I'll tell you the whole story. Someday. That day is not today. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, I, anxiety, depression, it's nothing to be ashamed of. More people have it than what you know about. Some people just don't admit it. They think they're stronger than it, and they can do it on their own, and they can't. They can't. You, you. <laughs> it's okay to ask for help. There's professional help out there. There's doctors that they went to school for this. They think about it. They they went to school spent what four or six years or eight years in in a school to care for people who have um health issues mental health issues nothing to be ashamed of they care about you or they wouldn't have studied so hard they've kind of gone into different careers but they must have a passion for this area at least most of them i think do can't speak for all of them but but don't be ashamed to ask for professional help. There's there's nothing wrong with that at all. And like I say, don't let anybody in the church um, make you feel guilty for getting help or admitting that you have some issues. Now, now that being said, there is you know some things in Scripture. Um, of course, Scripture, I believe has it's the word of god and it has a lot of good instruction god instruction which is the best um, doctors can do so much um, but then we do have to rely on our faith in christ but i'm um, just thinking about second corinthians chapter 10 verse 5 casting down imagine imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Let me just go back up to uh, verse 3. Once again, I'm in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity 
every thought to the obedience of Christ. So, not to take this verse out of a scripture out of context, but there's something to be said for casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself above the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Let me read that one more time. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So our thoughts are what can get us in trouble. If you let your thoughts run away, that's what can get you in trouble. Again, like we were talking about being overly um, negative. Um, You're allowing yourself to think about things that just aren't true. You need to capture those thoughts and bring them under control. Example, when I said that uh, this whole weekend was going to be a waste because I'm not getting anything done. The fact was, I was getting stuff done. I got a doorbell hung up. I got the refrigerator moved downstairs. I cleaned up. Um, I cleaned up part of the, a little bit of the basement, a little bit of the garage. So things were getting done. I can't speak as if they were not getting done. I need to cap. Don't let my thoughts captivate me. Control my thoughts. So, um, again, let's let's look at another uh, uh, scripture here, chapter uh, Ephesians, Ephesians chapter four, twenty two to thirty, twenty two to twenty four. That ye put off concerning the former conversations the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So here, and this isn't a Sunday school lesson. You know, don't get me wrong. This is Mornings with Ken. um, But if you know me, my faith is my life. (laughs) So not just a part of my life. It is my life. So... Let me read that again. Ephesians chapter uh, chapter 4, starting at verse 22. That ye put off concerning the former conversations the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That ye put on new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So here, you know, as a believer in Christ, when... We put ourselves under the authority of Christ. We were once old. We were before Christ, before coming under Christ's authority. Um, our mind was deceitful. Um, it was sinful. But coming under Christ... God is giving us a new mind. So here it's, it's talking about being renewed in the spirit of your mind. Being renewed in the spirit of your mind. Uh, 
And I think that's where prayer comes in and just asking God, God, help me control these thoughts. Renew my mind. Put out the negative thoughts. Lord, bring in the positive. Bring in the thoughts that honor and glory, bring glory to you. And uh, so that's ultimately my help. I accept the help of uh, psychiatrists, counselors, uh, men of wisdom, but ultimately my counseling comes from uh, scripture and I'm so glad that I have that. So, hey, thanks for stopping by. I hope this wasn't too boring for you today, Um, but um, it was helpful for me getting out my own anxiety, so... Hey, real quick, I just wanted to mention, um, I, I'm going to have a new a new uh, segment that might come up. I'm not sure if I'm going to do it on, on a certain day, maybe more than just one day a week, but at some point, there's a new segment I'm going to have on the show, and it's going to be, um, what a, a, I don't want to call it a book club, maybe a book review. So I got some books that I'm interested in reading and I'm going to read it and then kind of give you guys a quick review of the book. Not not a whole show worthy of it, but just a quick review of a, I don't know, we'll call it the book review book club or anyway. So the first book, if you guys want to get you a copy of it, Excuse me while I cough. <coughs> Excuse me. But the first book I'm going to look at is Up From the Projects by Walter E. Williams. So if, if you want to jump ahead or I'm not asking you guys to go purchase these books, but I'm going to read them and give you my uh, uh, thoughts, reviews on, on the books. But the first one I'm going to dive into is up from the projects by Walter E. Williams. He's a professor at George Mason University. He's an African American gentleman, and uh, I'm familiar with him from his uh, radio um, shows and his writings in newspapers across America. He he recently passed away, um, but uh, anyway. Look for up-and-coming segments on book reviews. I think it's going to be fun because I can't wait to dive into different books. So be prepared for that. And uh, I do have another interview coming up. I promise you guys I'll be doing more interviews, so that's coming up. You can look forward to that. Excuse me while I cough. (coughs) But, hey, thanks for stopping by. Let's do this again tomorrow. I hope everybody has a wonderful, blessed day. I love you guys. Bye-bye.